Welcome to the Soccer Metrics Podcast, a discussion and interview series with leading names in the soccer analytics world. Here's your host, the founder of Soccer Metrics, Howard Hamilton. Welcome to episode number nine of the Soccer Metrics Podcast for the 7th of February, 2014. Soccer Metrics Podcast is an information and energy series with lean figures from the soccer analytics world with occasional forays into the broader worlds of football business and sports analytics. For this episode, I'm in London, where I've been attending the OptiPro Analytics Forum, and I'm pleased to be joined by Simon Ferrant and Devin Puler of Optus Sports. Simon and Devin, thanks for joining me. Pleasure. Good to be here, Howard. All right, for the benefit of our listeners, please tell us about your respective positions at Opta. Um, I work uh, yeah, with the uh, with Sam Green uh, in the uh, analytics department, um, and we're uh, two of the more uh, quant-focused guys, um, you know, helping Opta you know build more analytics products and and uh, work with clubs and uh, their whatever direction they're trying to head in, in analytics. Um, my role revolves around promoting the work um, Sam and Devin are doing mainly. Um, uh, my role is a marketing role. I uh, look after the OptiPro website. I set up the event yesterday um, uh, and, and basically kind of promote our work in um, more advanced data an analysis. Great. Now, I understand that Opta's um, primary business is in media and to a lesser extent extent in betting. Um, OptiPro's business is relatively new. Um, Simon, why don't you tell us a little more about that? Yeah, of course. I mean, um, clearly clubs have always had an interest in the level of data we can provide. Um, we have a, a vast database of, um, you know, top-level data on over 30 competitions. Um, but what we did by creating OptiPro was to... Um, Basically, was to formalise that and to uh, promote that in a different way by using uh, the analytical work that's being done uh, by various members of the community, both internally by Sam and Devin, and also externally as well, um, and just provide create something that acted as a showcase to show what we could be done using our data. Uh, on top of that, we've partnered with a number of different companies in this in this field. Um, to create a suite of products for professional football clubs that uh, take our data and use it in innovative ways, whether it's been uh, attached to video or uh, for uh, recruitment purposes. Um, so, OptiPro has been, um, yeah, has been growing for for a couple of years now. What was the motivation for um, for starting the OptiPro Analytics Forum? Uh, the motivation was was that um, there were very clearly two distinct groups of people who were interested in this sort of thing, and it was an opportunity to get those groups of people together in the same room. Um, clubs are always looking at new ways to improve their their analysis, whether that's on a um, squad analysis basis or a recruitment basis, and um, they you know they're interested in new ways of doing that. At the same time, there's a very active, very um, uh, vociferous community of amateur analytical bloggers out there and who are using our data, who are, who are showcasing new and innovative ways of using that. And it made sense to give these guys an opportunity to 
show people working in club analysis departments what could be done from a data analytics perspective. And what was the process of selecting, um, selecting which, which researchers would appear at the forum? Uh, we invited uh, abstracts, so we, um, we announced the, uh, the forum, we um, gave a deadline when we would accept uh, abstracts, one-page abstracts, basing, um, basically explaining the work that the researcher would want to carry out. We had probably around um, 50 or 60 of those, and we gave these to a panel of judges that we, we got involved. The judges were um, uh, Dr Ian Graham at Liverpool, Director of Research there, um, uh, Blake Wooster, who's CEO of uh, 21st Club, um, Chris Anderson, who many of you will know, who wrote the book uh, The Numbers Game, who co-wrote that, so along with Dave Sally, uh, and Sam and Devin from our end. And these were all judged anonymously, uh, and they were judged on a combination of um, how interesting the proposition was, uh, the kind of the both the, the mathematical ability, I guess, and statistical ability involved in that, and also how applicable that work was to the professional clubs. Um, uh, and off the back of that, we were able to select nine people to present. Now, Devin, I, I understand that you that you were one of the reviewers. Um, could you could you tell us about your impressions of the of the abstracts and and projects that um, that you looked at? Um, I guess the quality of the work that was being proposed and. Um, just how it compared to previous uh, previous symposia in, uh, in in previous years. Sure. Um, what, what did we receive? About fifty abstracts or so, um, and uh, I think um, we would have liked to uh, you know uh, to uh, show more of them. I, I think we you know, were very broadly impressed with. Uh, both the uh, abstracts coming from the analytical community, uh, the, you know, the blogging community, as well as uh, from the clubs, as uh, you know, expressed by Man City yesterday, um, uh, I think um, it, it really does show you know, uh, how much um, you know soccer analytics has grown. I, I haven't seen so many uh, good soccer papers in in one location. Um, you know, but between uh, you know, the different um, you know well-known sports conferences. Uh, I've gotten much more out of yesterday, you know, as someone who works in this industry, uh, than any other you know sports conference in terms of you know learning about uh, soccer. Um, so it was uh, you know incredibly interesting for me. So I, I'd imagine it was you know very useful for the rest of the bloggers um, for the clubs that were in the same room. And I think it's really interesting that you talked about the. Uh, the work that Pedro Marquez presented, uh, who's with Manchester City, I thought that that was one of the most uh, one of the most illuminating presentations there, and that communicated what is going on at the club level, and show that there is some knowledge transfer going on between the clubs and the researchers, and vice versa. I think that's absolutely right. The clubs tend to get a bit of a bad rap on this because naturally they are wary about sharing the work they're doing. We know there is work being done uh, in the club environment. Um, and, you know, I think I think quite often the, the blogging community can be frustrated by what they perceive as a, as a lack of um, 
a lack of thought, a lack of um, forward thinking going on at a club level. But actually, I'm speaking, a huge, you know, massively generalising here. But there, there is there is an awareness that this world exists, and there is an awareness that it could significantly benefit them. And so, um, yeah, as you say, I think Pedro's uh, presentation yesterday illustrated some of that work. Uh, I thought it was fantastic that he talked about how they'd how he'd partnered with a, a university in, in Lisbon in Portugal and. Uh, that work was actually being presented back at the end of a long chain, presented back to the Man City players. And uh, uh, yeah, you're right. I thought it was highly illuminating, and I thought it was uh, a real um, boost for for football analytics. Right. I, I definitely think um, what was uh, important uh, that uh, a point that he kind of showed was that. You know, the, the progress that needs to be made here isn't just on the technical level, but it's also the process of making decisions from these you know techniques that we are building. Um, and uh, you know, there's nothing else that really kind of had, uh, I, I've I've seen that around. Absolutely agreed. And again, I think that was something that came out of the forum yesterday um, during the Q and A sessions was that. Uh, again, it wasn't a stubbornness or an unwillingness to engage with this type of research. It was more the way that many clubs are, are structured is that it means that their work necessarily has to be very immediate. It has to be, you have two games coming in next week, you have to do analysis on both of those opposition, you have to feed that back to the management, the coaching staff, and ultimately the players. To try and get involved in a, a year-long research project with that as well is understandably a really hard task. So, um, hence going back to the point that I made earlier, I think that generally speaking, club analysis departments are very open-minded and very um, interested in furthering their uh, furthering their work it's more of a it can be more of a process problem than a uh, than a problem of wanting to do it if that makes sense yeah it does make a lot of sense um, and the, the impression that I got being in the audience and seeing the representatives from the Premier League and other football league teams was that uh, they find the work very interesting but the challenge is how do we incorporate that knowledge into what is going on right now? You know, um, you know, a league match on the weekend or a cup match in midweek is a lot more important and will always be a lot more important than doing some medium-term project on how the team performs uh, during a change of manager or a change of personnel. Absolutely agree. Yeah, completely agree. Um, yeah, and that's that's not just their responsibility to overcome that either. It's the responsibility of the people that are wanting to provide information to this to this sector, uh, whether that's a, an amateur blogger looking to get looking to work within a club, or whether that's even a company like ourselves that we, you know we, we have an analytics department. We are providing top level information to 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 some clubs, and it's something for us to take on board. Absolutely, that it's how best to. Um, display and provide this information to people that is um, palatable yet still useful. What kind of trends did you identify from the presentations at the forum yesterday? Um, more specific. Um, as far as trends in type of, the type of work being done, the type of analyses that were, that were being done, what was you know, what was being focused on and what the clubs were interested in? Um, sure, I, I think there's still broadly uh, 
two different angles. Um, um, there's more of a, maybe perhaps an academic approach, which we maybe saw in some of the, the clustering or the similarity scores. And then we see a, a more layman's approach, um, say from the, the TSR stuff or, um, uh, yeah, the, the TR, TSR stuff. Um, I, we're, I think we're still looking for, um, for the, the, the layman stuff to be a bit more um, in depth while we're looking from the other end for the academic stuff to be more actionable or understandable by these clubs. And that's still a, a struggle that I think um, that we're kind of looking to gap. And I think it was really the important part of yesterday was not necessarily you know, the, the papers or the, the topics being discussed, but it was, there was, it was a success before, you know, it really had begun just by getting these, these bloggers and, and people, the analytics community uh, and, and these clubs in the same room. I thought that another issue um, that was an undercurrent is the issue of uncertainty and how, how you communicate that to, uh, to your stakeholders and decision makers. Um, do you have any do you have any thoughts on that because it seems that if we're developing or essentially decision support tools Alex has to you know I think uncertainty is part of Alex but how you communicate that is um, is very challenging when people want definitive uh, statements sure and I think that's kind of the nature of um maybe the more analytics guys kind of approaching it from a much different angle and having a, a lot different business case than some of these, you know, these managers, you know, they're just, just look at the nature of the, you know, manager turn, turnover rate at this point. Um, they're, they're looking for immediate results and, you know, that seems to be pretty pervasive through, you know, soccer culture um, or, you know, professional sports culture even. Um, so it, it's really tough to, you know, for these guys to take a long-term view um, and, you know, as we understand, you know, if we're looking, you know, what, what, what can analytics provide you? It can provide you a certain percent gain, but there's a certain amount, you know, that by on, on average, right? But you, you can still get lucky and um, you can also uh, get unlucky. Um, so your the, the gain uh, by analytics can, can be, you know, offset by luck. And, and sometimes what you need is just a longer sample size and, you know, finding a, Finding a coach that's willing, or, or a or a club that's willing to kind of wait, is is, is still a it's still a hard hard situation. Uh, yeah, I think um, so. People working in you know analytical or statistical roles, people like Sam and Devin here at OptiPro, they're used to the idea, the concept of uncertainty, and that's a, a natural part of their job. However, for the vast majority of people working in any field, but especially in somewhere like a, like a professional football club. Uncertainty is, is obviously a bit of a dirty word. You don't want to hear that because if you're making decisions based on information that's being provided, if you're being told, well, I'm pretty sure this is right, but I'm not 100% sure this is right, that's a tricky concept to get their head around, especially if they're, especially when they're trying to work out how much faith to put in this information. So, again, it's a challenge for the, the analytics community, such as it is, to describe and explain that in such a way that is, uh, that is understandable. I want to ask about um, uh, Opta's perceived reputation in the, I guess, amateur analytics community or the grassroots analytics community, whatever you, you look at that. Um, 
what kind of relationship do you want to have with them? Because it seems that you know, Opt has become a much bigger player in recent years, and there might be a sense of uneasiness. Maybe it's maybe it's with some justification. Maybe not so. Um, what do you? What would you like the relationship to be like? Um, I'm not sure where the sense of uneasiness comes from. I think you've got to look at the fact that OptiPro was set up with the community, the analytics community, um, at its heart. Uh, we regularly feature guest blog posts. We have a, a link section where we showcase kind of interesting work that's being done. And we held an event yesterday that had X number of the analytics amateur community in the same room as some of the guys there trying to impress. So, we, you know, we, 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 we were responsible for bringing those groups together. So um, I hope there's no uneasiness. You know, as, as we've said all along, it's, the community is an incredibly important part of showcasing what can be done with our data. And um, there's some phenomenal work being done out there, and um, it's really, really interesting to see. And it's, you know, I mean, I'm sure Devin will be able to comment much further, but he can, you know, Sam and him both are able to take inspiration from some of that work when they're doing their own analysis. Sure. I mean, to, to a degree, a, a part of this job is kind of keeping my ear to the ground and, and, and understanding what the community is doing and sometimes providing a, a poke or a, you know, a nudge in a certain direction. And, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm myself certainly a product of that, you know, kind of grassroots movement. So that's where my heart certainly um, lies. I, it, it's, it's very clear to the, um, it's clearly important to the, the growth of, you know, uh, analytics. It, it has to come, you know, it, it can't be from the, the back rooms because of, um, you know, the unwillingness for these clubs to share and things like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, you know, helping cultivate and understanding what's out there is incredibly important to, you know, not just Opta, but myself personally. So do you anticipate having more of these forums in the future and more than once a year? <laughs> well, it's the day after the first one. It. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. I mean, I'd love to, absolutely. I mean, yesterday was... Uh, a real success from our perspective. We, personally speaking, I thought there was some fantastic content. Uh, everybody that I spoke to seemed to get something out of the day. So uh, at the moment, there's there's no real reason not to do it again, I have to say. Having said that, I, I'm looking forward to not having to think about it for a little while, I have to say, personally speaking, because it took a hell of a lot of organization. But uh, yeah, I, I, I would love to do it again, certainly. We're almost at the end of our time together. So uh, where can people follow you online? Um, well, the Optus Pro site, www.optusportspro.com, uh, is the showcase for all you know all of our analytical work. Um, and you can follow at Optus Pro on Twitter. Uh, and both Devin and myself obviously have our own personal Twitter account. So I'm at Simon J. Farrant. And Devin is at, what are you, Devin Plurler? Right, at Devin Plurler. Um So, yeah, follow us online. Great. That's going to do it for our time here. My guests for this episode of the Soccermetrics podcast have been Simon Ferret and Devin Peeler. Uh, Simon and Devin, thank you very much. Thank you. This is Howard Hamilton of Soccermetrics Research. Thank you for listening to the Soccermetrics podcast. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Soccermetrics podcast. 
The Soccer Metrics Podcast is available for free from iTunes, so you can listen to it again and again. To find the notes for this edition and learn more about our research, services, and other resources, visit the site at SoccerMetrics.net. You can also find us on Twitter, at SoccerMetrics. So until next time, this has been another edition of the Soccer Metrics Podcast.